From Agency Matrix, I'm Daniel Ochoa, and this is Inside the Agency, a show where we talk about the latest topics and concerns of independent agents. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Agency, where we talk about the latest topics and concerns of independent agents. I'm your host, Daniel Ochoa, and today I brought on our guest, Steve Petty. Steve Petty, how are you doing? Hello, Daniel. Doing fine. Thank you, Now, Steve, I'm sure our viewers are probably wondering, are you related to Tom Petty or... No, Richard Petty? I, no, I don't, I don't believe I am technically, but I'm aware of his passing. <laughs> okay. Uh, Steve, now, uh, you and I have had a conversation before and uh, come to find out that you are very knowledgeable when it comes to workers' compensation. And you've been doing it for how many years? 44 years. 44 years. The reason we wanted to bring you on the show is to talk about workers' compensation. You know, there's a lot of misunderstanding when it comes to workers' compensation. Agents don't really understand it. The... Uh, the insurance company doesn't understand it, um, and it just, it, it's just, it's a policy that a lot of agents are afraid to write. I know I was an independent agent, you know, many years ago, and it's something I wanted to stay away from. It just seemed like it was very complicated. Uh, can you tell us a little, or give us a little bit of insight on why agents should maybe start writing workers' compensation? Well, Daniel, the first thing I can think of is there's a lot of money to be made in it. That should be a number one driver right there. Well, what are the commissions on it? Uh, it's it's going to vary with the agency, and they will range. My my uh, experience in, in working with sales and working with organizations that had workers' comp, they would range anywhere from six to twelve percent, depending on states. Some states demand a higher commission. Okay. Uh, it, well, six to twelve percent. I imagine the premiums are very high. Well, that's the thing about work comp. Just like auto liability, work comp premiums are very high, which is why there's a lot of money to be made in workers' comp the high premiums. There's no money in general liability or property, then premiums don't mount anything. But right. you take GL, I mean, you take uh, workers' comp and auto, you've got a, a couple of monsters there that can generate some great revenue. And there's a little bit of dovetail in both of those, Daniel. There's a little bit of a mix in both. They'll write auto liability, and there's some of the same connections with workers' comp. Why that is, it's probably because they don't spend a lot of time in the uh, in the preparation for it, I believe the agencies, when they go get, when they're licensed, they spend maybe 30 minutes a year in workers' compensation as part of what they they go through for the licensing, and so it's not enough to touch on really where the nuances are, and and they end up uh, not knowing enough, and they're uncomfortable with employers. Employers don't know anything; they have nobody, they have nothing on their side. So there's just a little bit of the blind leading the blind, and there's a hesitancy maybe in that regard, and a lot of times too, it's packaged. Uh, most employers had rather, and agents would, to be honest, they'd rather package the whole business policy with all forms of coverage as to split off workers' comp, but if they can get a better deal on comp, they will split it off sometime. And uh, again, there's there's a lot to be made in comp. And, and if one of our agents decided that they want to start writing workers' comp uh, and they you know, start getting involved in it, is there a big opportunity out there to actually write these policies? Uh, or is yes. the market pretty much saturated? Well, the, the market's always saturated. The question is, is it a soft market or a hard market? Right now, at, in 2018, we're in a soft market, so it's very competitive and rates are coming down, premiums are coming down, but it doesn't always stay that way. It cycles every five to 10 years and it will inevitably go back up the other way. Uh, the question is, <clears throat> do agents want to actually have a goal and a game plan with workers' comp when they present it to a prospect. They need a goal. 
and not just to write the coverage. Any agent can write coverage. What's the deal? You just take the wages, you take the information, you fill out the accord, the 130, you send it in, you know, with maybe a supplemental, maybe some loss runs, you know, maybe a mod, and you wait and see what happens. Well, that's not, that's just really order taking. It's not really selling. Right. They need to really focus on what can I bring to the table for this prospect that they're not getting anywhere else. And when you can tap into that niche, now you've got something that you can, in fact, market with good conscience and know that uh, sometimes you will even draw a higher, they'll even go with a higher premium if they think they're going to get some real assistance. That's what it's going to get down to ultimately. So I hope that helps. Uh, no, way. that does. Uh, let me ask you this. So, you know, I, I, I deal with a lot of agents all the time, talking to agents and, you know, being an agent myself, you know, one of the scary things about getting into workers' compensation, you write a policy, the employer has a huge claim, and I always feel like I don't want to be involved to where I did something wrong. So how can our viewers, uh, you know, eliminate that, that uh, side to where... The fear? The fear, yes. Fear. Uh, well, really, uh, workers' comp, I have never, in all the years of this, never seen an agent liable uh, as long as they're truthful. That's really what it's going to get down to. Right. Because in a way, the employer bears the burden completely. A lot of times, agents may be uncomfortable because they don't feel like they have any input that's going to matter. And they want to sell the policy, and sales sometimes will dominate the decision process versus service. And if you don't know how to service it or what to do to help the client, then yes, there's a fear they're going to have a large claim. And then invariably, the actuarials over the decade show there will be X number of large claims are going to happen based on industry that's going to be more frequent with the high-risk industries, less. Construction is a very high-risk industry. Claims are, are very common there. They can be very risky. Driving, motor vehicle claims are always a workers' compensation claim. No matter what it looks like on the surface, they invariably, because of the course of employment definition under the law with workers' comp, there is no auto liability sub-row going to do any good. They end up being comp and they get stuck with it. So an agent's fear is really unfounded. A little bit of familiarity with the subject would go a long way. And knowing that you've got a game plan, you get without a game plan, yeah, fear is bound to fill in the vacuum. Right. So have a game plan, what you're going to offer, what you're going to do with comp that's going to make it different and better. Beginning with reporting claims, having drug testing, screening, have a return to work system set up. And that's something that the agent should be educating the employer. All they need to do is have some of the fundamentals to talk about it, because I can tell you most employers have no clue about any of it, none. Right. Carriers don't do it. Carrier will do an inspection. They will do a loss control inspection, and that's fine and that's dandy, but that's not all there is to it to have success. Mm -hmm. How long will it take an agent to be up to speed on what they need to know about selling workers' comp when talking to an employer? It depends on how aggressive and interested they are. It's amazing what humans can do when they put their mind to it. Right. Do they really want it? We get back once again to the expression, reason comes first, answers come second. If they don't have enough reason to want to do it, if the money is not enough in their eye, they're not motivated enough to do it, they could have all the time they wanted, it wouldn't matter because they'd never get there. They have to have enough inner inspiration and reason to want to pursue it and have a direction to go and have a source to turn to. And from that, they can add to their knowledge and their comfort level so when they relay it to the, to the prospect or an existing client, they can do so with confidence. They don't have to know it all, just know enough basics to get going. And where can they get that kind of education? Well, uh, Insure Solutions is a great source for that, to be perfectly honest. That's what we do. We really educate employers, and in a way, we have agents from around the country who piggyback on that education themselves and then use it as a tool for further prospects, and they use us in that 
downward flow where they know now they understand more about what we do and what an employer should do so when they market it it comes to us because they know we can fill the need it's it's one thing to offer a promise it's another thing to make it come true right and that's what matters in the end is empty promises are not worth much so well steve if our viewers want to you know contact insured solutions um how can they do that they can do so with the phone number they're going to see on the screen okay. and ask for sales marketing and uh, they will be sent to the right person all right well it's up to you if you want to be a doer and you want to do this like steve said the commissions are very high and if this is something you want to pursue contact insured solutions we have the phone number available and just pick up the phone and make that call. Thank you, Steve, for coming on. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Feel free to share it or tell your friends. If you want to find out more or listen to a previous episode, please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcast. You can also visit our website at agencymatrix.com. And if you have any topics that you would like us to talk about, don't hesitate to email us at marketing at agencymatrix.com. Thanks again.